Welcome to Relevance for Today, a show where you will be encouraged, inspired, and fed through the Word of God. You will find relevant teachings, tips, discussions, interviews, and more for both believers and even non-believers who are considering salvation through Jesus Christ. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, so here we go. Hey, as always, thanks for tuning in to another episode. So in the next couple of episodes, I'll be addressing some important nuggets out of the Apostle Paul's letters to the Christian church in Rome. And remember, as I've mentioned before in the past, even though Paul, the Apostle Paul, was addressing different churches through his letters, we all can glean both corporately and individually from them. Because sometimes you'll hear, not bashing anybody, you know, I'm not that guy. Uh, one of my mentors said something amazing. He said, he's not a wife beater. And I thought, what? What do you mean by that? And he goes, I don't beat up the church. I don't beat up the body of Christ. If we're supposed to be the bride, we don't beat each other up. But at the same time, sometimes you have to make sure, especially when I'm teaching, that I clarify these things in case someone has heard someone else say a different thing. And so in that, keep an open mind, be like the Bereans, and get in the word and study it for yourself. But when it comes to getting into the letters, some will say, hey, those are addressed to the body of Christ as a whole. But let me tell you something, you can still glean from it by reading it yourself and studying it and saying, okay, this is the way I should be acting corporately. This is the way I should be acting around my brothers and sisters in Christ. This is the way I should be acting around non-believers and so forth. And if everybody took their time to study when you get together, we'd all be on the same page. Make sense? So the importance for me personally on Relevance for Today podcast show and TV show, of course, is to share relevant teachings to help encourage the body of Christ so we all can truly be who God really called us to be. That's the goal. Train and equipped. Let's get up. Let's get out. We're staying in college for way too long, so to speak. We're staying in Christian college for way too long without stepping up and doing something. There's nothing wrong with getting together, gathering together and learning the word of God. But let's also make sure we're not just learning stuff for 50, 60 years just to turn around and learn stuff for 50, 60 more years until Christ comes. We've got to be about the Father's business. And the world is changing fast, and we all need to be about the Father's business. That includes this guy right here, which is why I'm doing what I do. So how do we get to that point? Well, we get in the Word and live out the teachings from it. Yes, Stephen, good point. So we learn to live daily in a Christ-like way and treat others as we would want to be treated. Very important. We catch the world off guard by forgiving those who persecute us and show love and kindness to all people no matter who they are. So with that being said, let's dig in to Romans 12. Okay, so here we go. And in the New Living Translation and the one that I have, um, it has titles for certain sections. So this one is a living sacrifice to God. That's beautiful. And so starting off with verse one. And so dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. 
That sounds beautiful. Just reading that right there makes you go, "Ah, I want to know more. I want to be that sacrifice. You know, so the question is, think about this. I'm going to make you picture something here. It might sound kind of silly, but you're going to get what I'm getting at as I continue. So what's your favorite food? For me, one of the things I love is smoked meat. Smelling the aroma that comes from a hot smoker. Me and my son love to smoke meat. And my gosh, you open up that door and the smoke, the aroma comes out. The smoked sausages, the steak, the pork meat, smoking and just, oh, it's amazing. And even chicken cooking is amazing as well. So when we look at how we present ourselves to the Lord, we can actually think about those smells. Giving of ourselves as a pleasing sacrifice to the Lord when he sees you. You know, the question is, is he pleased with how you are living? Is he pleased with how Steve Lewis is living first and foremost? Because like I've always said, checking on myself first before I go checking on anybody else. One finger pointed at you, three pointed back at me. Do you live in a way that shows thankfulness to him for all he has done for you? Or what about if you lived back in the days of Noah, would he, would he even let you on the ark? That right there. Thank God we're in a dispensation of grace. We're in a totally different region. We're in a totally different life, a totally different season called a dispensation. It's a totally different season compared to back then. But if, for example, hypothetically, you know how those goes. We don't want to get too worked up on hypotheticals. But if you were living in the days of Noah, which they are coming back, as it says in Matthew, but how would the Lord feel about you? Would he say, oh, by the way, Noah, there's a few more people. There's Sarah, there's Lucy, there's Frank, there's Kevin. Why don't you go ahead and grab them and let them get on the boat as well? Or would he just continue on closing the door? Would you have survived the wilderness with Moses and the Israelites and been able to cross over to the promised land? That's a good one right there with Caleb and Joshua, who were the only two that came back with good reports when they went to spy the land that God had given them. That right there. You know, would you have been one of the ones doubting the land that God had blessed you with to the point where you had to also wander in the desert until you died. It's a lot to think about. You know, I know we thank God for real. I personally do thank God for not living in those days, but it makes you think, doesn't it? Uh, sometimes I'll teaching a Bible study. I'll say I would have been dead, you know, just reaching out and touching the ark because the ark's falling over. Poof, you're gone. You know, I would have been, would I have been that knucklehead? I don't know. But I tell you what, makes you thankful for today's day and age. But how are we living in the eyes of our Heavenly Father? That's what we have to ask ourselves. And for me, my goal is to live in a way that pleases Him. And that's how I walk my Christian life out proves to be a pleasing aroma and pleasant worship to Him. And for those of you having doubts, remember, it does take work and dedication. That's why it's very important to follow this next verse daily. So verse two, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, 
which is good and pleasing and perfect. Man, that's beautiful. And as some of my regular watchers and listeners know, I've shared on this verse a few times over the years. But at the same time, we're staying focused on our Heavenly Father and the Word and not on the ways of this world. And that's what's very important. And it's kind of like when I mentioned about the smell, the aroma of that smoked meat. What aroma is coming off you to the Lord? Are you clearing your mind? Are you copying the behaviors of the world? Or are you focusing on the Lord? Okay. And of course, copying the behaviors of the world will lead you to spiritual death, a path away from the Lord. You don't want that. You don't want that now in 2022. If you don't believe me, watch the news, listen to the radio, listen to all the channels for one full day. And you tell me times aren't changing fast and how we need to start focusing on the Lord. Many of you see and feel the changes happening over the past few years. You see it with your own eyes. An acceleration is happening in the world, and the days are coming faster than ever before when the Lord will return. So we must know God's will for our lives now and not wait another day, because no one knows what tomorrow will bring. And just like my father always said, tomorrow's not promised to any of us, so we have to be ready. And also, I've mentioned in the past, once we know the will of God for our lives and the callings and giftings he has given us through the Holy Spirit, then we need to be putting them in action. This year and beyond, we must get in gear and do what we have been created to do because time is getting short, people. People need hope and direction. They're hurting. They're suffering. Look at what's going on in Ukraine. Look at what's going on in Africa. Look at what's going on in the United States in some of these streets where it's just a tent city. No one's paying attention to any of these things. They're focused on other countries. They're focused on one certain thing at a certain time while everyone else is suffering. People need hope. They need hope, folks. Okay, let's continue on. So because of the privilege and authority God has given to me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. Just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body and we all belong to each other. In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it's giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. Wow, that's important. Doing it gladly. So there's a lot in that passage of Scripture. And I love it so much because the Apostle Paul's goal is to encourage and reinforce the fact that God has given us different gifts and that we need to be the best we can be in that arena. Be the best you can be with the help of of the Holy Spirit, and you will touch the lives of both believers and non-believers. 
I had a vision as I was sitting there um, working on my notes. And sometimes I'll get a little vision and I'll write it down and go back and search the scripture and compare it. Or maybe it's a vision based on what I'm writing at the time or what I'm going to speak about. And I had a vision of us as believers sitting on the basketball team bench, waiting for the coach to put us in. You know that song, put me in coach, I'm ready to play. You know, so you're sitting there, you're on edge. I don't know how many of you have played sports before, but when you're sitting on the bench, you're just waiting to get in so you can be the best you can be. Well, all of a sudden, your name gets called. The coach looks over. He turns around. He says, Barb, time to get in there and do what you do best. Or Brandon, you've got this. Get to it. Roger, Simon, we need you. Go for it, man. Get in there. Get in the game. And the picture of us being called by the Lord to step up and step in the game of life while we are on this earth is happening right now. Do you hear him calling you? Do you hear his voice? Do you hear that still small voice? You know, someone out there needs you right now. I'm talking to you, you right there. You've been sitting far too long and your gifts are still wrapped. Picture that. Think about Christmas Day, right? Christmas morning, everybody gets up, you run down, you see the tree. What do people normally do? You pray, uh, you chit-chat, you get the coffee going, and then you start opening gifts. But what if everybody just sat there and stared at the gifts and never opened them? At all. And I did an experiment one time. And a lot of times when I'm studying or preparing for a Bible study, I will rely on the Holy Spirit for guidance. And you should do the same thing with no matter what you're doing in life. But I'm sitting there preparing my message. It was about gifts. And I had a bunch of bracelets. I had the uh, these bracelets that you can put on your arm, like the ones I have with Christian verses on them and things like that. So I had some of those. And the Holy Spirit showed me a vision to wrap those up and give those to the Bible study. People in the Bible study. There might have been 14 or 15 people. And so... I got them together. I wrapped them up. And the whole purpose was to show them about the gifts. So I wrapped up all the, the presents, you might as well say. I've got them all wrapped up. I get into the Bible study and I, and I greet everybody. We open up in prayer. I pick somebody to open up in prayer. And then we started. And I had a basket. I gave it to my wife and said, could you hand these out to everybody? So she gave the gifts to everybody. And immediately, as soon as they received those gifts, they started unwrapping them. They started looking at them, reading them. They were stretching them out, putting them on their wrists. And they all had them on, except for maybe one or two. They were still looking at them within the first two minutes of, of us starting that whole process. And so the cool part was I'm watching them and observing. And as I'm watching and observing, the Holy Spirit's showing me the full picture. And the full picture is, why is it when someone will give us a gift, and I've mentioned this before on Relevance for Today, someone will give us a gift, we wrap that, unwrap that thing. My gosh, the person could have put two hours into wrapping a package, but we will tear that thing apart to get inside of it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because it's mine. I want to see what it is. We're ripping in, we're tearing, and we're going at it. But why is it the Holy Spirit has given us gifts? Why is it we have those gifts, but we haven't unwrapped them. We haven't tried to learn how to use them. We haven't dug in the word 
to go with it, whether you're prophesying, whether you're giving gifts, whether you're teaching, whatever that gift might be. Why is it we push that gift aside, but when a stranger or someone will give us a gift from the world, we'll unwrap that thing real quick. So that's really, I wanted to share that because some of you, and you know who you are, you're sitting there, you've been sitting on your gifts for a long time. And I'm not talking about self-proclaimed gifts where people just go around saying, oh, I have this gift, I have that gift. And they're always seeking after the greatest gifts that make them puffed up and look big. I'm talking about whatever it might be, whether it's teaching, whether it's giving, whether it's hospitality, whatever it is, you know, deep down inside, you have the gift of hospitality. Whenever you sit down with your family, my gosh, you lay out a spread, you decorate the table, you make the house look beautiful, you know. You do all these wonderful things. When you go to other people's houses, you help them out. You have the gift of helps. You'll help the needy. You'll help anyone. But you don't use those gifts in the congregation. You don't use those gifts out in the world to help others. That's what this is talking about. It's talking about we all have gifts. Use them to the best of your ability. People need you. People need that book you're supposed to write. Some of you know what I'm talking about. Chantel, you know, let's get that book written. You couldn't finish your book before the accident, but you can sure finish it now and you've got a part two to it or you've got a separate book set up just for that situation you went through in your life. The God, God has laid that on your heart. The Holy Spirit's going to guide you through it. Get to it. Get your notebook. Get your pen. And I'm telling you right now, when I wrote my first book, I started writing. You'll know when to write. You'll know when to stop. Holy Spirit will guide you. You'll do some more writing. You'll know when to stop. That's key. And there's many of you out there. And it's not just that. Once again, it's the poetry. It's the writing. It's the speaking. It's the messages that you've been given, not just for a congregation of 20 people, but for the world. Take that message, record it, and share it because there's guaranteed you in every state in the United States, in every country, there is a handful of people that need to hear what you have to say. And I'm going on a total different direction, but this is important as we're talking about the gifts and we're talking about taking them seriously. Be who God calls you to be, be that amazing leader that people want to work for, that when you sit down with them and you have to reprimand them about something, they thank you for being reprimanded because you're such a great leader and you lead in love and guidance. And love isn't always just pampering somebody and patting their back. It's also giving them tough love as well. But at the same time, the Holy Spirit will give you guidance to handle those situations in a way where the person will walk away smiling, even though they've been reprimanded for something they did, they're still going to feel good inside because you let them know they're still human. They make mistakes. Don't do it again. I trust you, man. And then you know how the apostle Paul hits folks with his words where he'll say, Hey, I love you guys for your faith, but you're failing in these areas. Work on those areas. That's not who you are. Be who I called you to be, be who God called you to be rather, and go from there. And so I want to encourage you folks in that because that's a very important piece. Getting those gifts out there. He's given us all different gifts for doing certain things. We need to use those gifts 
and we need to use them the right way. We need to make sure we have confirmation of those gifts. Like I said, don't be self-proclaimed where you're running around being a lone ranger. Make sure you've got some coverage. Make sure you've got some brothers and sisters in Christ, some mentors in your life that can speak into your life. Pray for the Holy Spirit to give you confirmation through other people. You'll be sitting back and someone will mention something like what's happened with Barb and I. We've had a couple meetings with folks and we've been sitting down speaking into their lives. And the next thing you know, they'll nod their head and say, that's confirmation. Because somebody you don't even know just told me that three days ago. And you're saying the same thing they're saying over my life. Stepping into the calling God has on your life is very important. He will give you the anointing and the grace and the faith. He'll give you that measure of faith for whatever that is, whether you're going to Florida, Angel Murchison, and you're speaking and doors are just continually opening for you, knowing who you are in Christ, knowing that God's trying to get you to step up to that leadership role, that anointed leader that you were called to be. It's time to step back and just like Elijah and Elijah, when Elijah had to go back to his village and he sacrificed the oxen and burnt his cart up because he could not go back to his old job. He had to step into the new that the Lord had for him through Elijah, the prophet. Right? Sound good? Okay, so wrapping this up. So basically, remember this. This is the year for the world to see just what God deposited in your life to reach others for the kingdom of God. Don't wait, folks. As I've said many times before, the time is now. The time is now. Don't wait another day. Better yet, don't waste another day. Use those gifts. Be who God calls you to be. Transform your mind. Renew your mind. Don't conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll know what God's plans are, his perfect plans for your life. Let's pray. So, Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much, as always, for being able to share these messages. I thank you for being able to share about the apostles, Paul's teachings from his letters, because they're so important, full of instruction for all of us, especially me, first and foremost. Lord, I thank you for all my listeners and watchers. I thank you for all the giftings that you've poured out for all of us. Just give us the strength, give us the wisdom, give us the faith we need to do what we need to do, to step out, to be who you called us to be. And I just thank you so much, Lord, for all these things. Pray a blessing over all my listeners and watchers. Thank you so much because I do not take this lightly. And I pray all these things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hey, there you have it, folks. And by the way, don't forget about the commercial. Let's watch the commercial. Ding. Hey, folks, thanks for tuning in. Steve Lewis here with the Relevance for Today ministry. You know what? Here at Relevance for Today, we share and teach about God the Father, His Son, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, the kingdom of God, and much, much more. Do you want to learn about salvation and how to be saved? Or maybe you want to learn how to live a Christ-like life. Well, you came to the right place. And it's all free. Yes, it's free. Do you like podcasts? Well, check out the Relevance for Today podcast show, where we have over 180 Christian-based podcasts to help you on your journey. Or check out the Spiritual Spotlight, where I have over 40 episodes, where I encourage you in less than five minutes through my personal writings, the Word of God, and more. 
and we are very excited about having our own TV show. Yes, our own TV show, folks. That's right. We have our own TV channel at kingdomcommunity.tv as well as on the Kingdom Community app, which is located on Google TV, Apple TV, and many more locations. So I hope you will check us out and subscribe as well as make contact with me so I can get to know you all around the world. It's all about getting connected and sharing about Jesus Christ with the world. So don't wait, don't delay, get connected with Relevance for Today. Blessings and love to you all. Peace. Okay, there you have it. Hey, thanks for tuning in as always. Hey, Kingdom Community TV, check us out. TV show, podcast show, all that good stuff. Also, check out God is Love, the Hip Hop with Christ ministry with Jug Honey Love over in the Philippines. Hey, great ministry over there as well. Check her out. Get connected, folks. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's 2022. Do something new. Hey, don't waste time. Let's get to it. Hey, God bless. Love you all. Take care of yourselves. Peace.